0: Welcome to the Unstuck Your Life Podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose an area of your life that has got you stuck. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. How are you? Hope you are having an amazing day. Today, we're talking about welcoming in your weird. Yep, your weirdness. Letting your weird flag fly, if you will. And by weird, I mean strange, unusual, unexpected, you know, the icing on the cake of life, right? The flavor of life. Being weird is something we really celebrate in in my house. Uh, I don't want my daughter, she's now 12, I don't want her to think that she has to conform to some way of being just because it's what everybody else is doing. I mean, I think our parents tried to teach us that lesson by like, well, if everyone else jumped off a bridge, would you do it? Yeah, I'm trying to do it in a little bit more of a constructive, like relevant manner in my house. I think it's cool to be weird. That's what makes you different. That's what makes you, you. So let it happen. Be weird. Let that weird flag fly. Be strange. Be unusual. Do the unexpected because it's so much fun. And chances are that's really who you are. Maybe you're just hiding that a bit. Because if we were all the same, imagine that, imagine if we were all the same, how freaking boring that would be. Nobody likes that, right? The same old thing, day in, day out, same experiences, same conversations, same blah, 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 blah. It's like your eyes glaze over. You don't want that. It would be so boring. So celebrate that weirdness. You know, I I live here in Arizona, just outside of Phoenix, and it really is the land of the track home. I mean, all the houses and the housing plans pretty much look the same. Yeah, you got some um, exceptions with more trees, or maybe let's throw in a waterfall or a lake. Yes, waterfalls and lakes in the desert, because there are builders out there trying to be a bit different. But in essence, they all look pretty much the same. And I once had a cousin from Pittsburgh who was flying in to, to visit and she was renting a car at the airport and driving out to my house. And so she had all the directions she needed, all, you know, Google maps and all that kind of thing. But she had said to me, Hey, what color is your house so that I know I have the right one? It was such an East coast thing to ask. I mean, I literally laughed out loud because I had no idea how to describe the color of my house. You see, here in Phoenix with the track homes, pretty much every house is the same color. It's beige. It could be a dark beige, it could be a light beige, there's some kind of orangish hue, beiges out there, but at the end of the day, it's still beige. And so, how do you describe the nuances of the different shades of beige? And I had never really thought about it until she asked that question. Similar houses, all painted the same. It's pretty normal here in Arizona, again, at least where I'm at outside of Phoenix. And it's also no wonder why there's a community right down the road from our house that I love. It's called Agritopia. It's absolutely adorable. It's weird. Agritopia is weird. The houses have these big front porches, huge tree-lined streets, grass in the front yards. The neighbors know each other. They don't have cinder blocks, you know, blocking them off from everybody in the world, it, it doesn't look like Arizona. In other words, Agritopia is weird. It's strange. It's unusual. It's unexpected in the sea of beige homes. Now, I'm not here like bagging on my hometown or the housing in my hometown. I live in a beige track home and I love it. But I'm also drawn to the parts of town that buck that trend, that have their own identity. How many of you have that? How many of you have bucked the trend and have your own identity? How many really celebrate who you are and the differences that you have? Or do you hide those out of fear of what people might say or think or how they may judge you? There's no judgment here. None whatsoever. I get it. I've hidden those parts of myself before And there probably are some aspects of myself that I'm hiding, that I'm working on. And that's what this podcast is geared towards. Those of you who want to work on just allowing yourself to be you, and that's going to be weird for some people, and that's okay. Those of you who want to show up who you are, do what you want to do, even if that goes against what someone else might think is normal. You know, and okay, I want to stop a second and I want to talk about that one word, normal. If you've listened to this podcast for any period of time, you've heard me say this, but I think it's a really important point to shed some light on. So I'm going to revisit it again, normal. Normal means typical. Normal does not mean good. Normal means typical. And I think that we get the definition of normal twisted. We think that it means good. It doesn't mean good. It means typical. So for instance, in the 60s, it was absolutely normal for people to smoke. That didn't make it good. Like right now, it is totally normal for someone to be obese. That doesn't make it good. It's normal to be in debt. It's normal to have student loan debt. That doesn't make it good. It just makes it normal. It just makes it... Typical. And and that little nugget, that little idea of how normal is typical, it doesn't necessarily mean good, can give you a lot of freedom and relief if you just let it. Because when you start doing the thing that other people aren't doing, when you stop being normal, you will be weird. (laughs) Like, that's what happens. When you stop being normal, you become weird. And it's not a bad thing. Again, it's not about good or bad. It's just different. When you do the unusual instead of the typical, you are weird and not normal. We've been conditioned to believe normal means good. Weird means bad. They're not good or bad. They're just different. So in what ways are you different? In what ways are you weird? What do you do that's weird? What do you like that's weird? Do you celebrate that weirdness or do you shy away from it? And why? Why? When I worked in radio, uh I still remember this day. I was having a conversation with a coworker and he he said, "You know what, Pamela? I didn't know this, but you're a little bit of a hippie." I was like, "What?" I am standing there in my heels, my outfit like, you know, decked out on point and you're calling me a hippie? I I was a I was a little turned off. I was a little uncomfortable by this. No, we had just got done talking about how I compost and I have an organic garden and I eat organic foods and vegetables, how I'm into like integrative medicine and I use essential oils. So that is where he was getting this whole idea of being a hippie and I got to admit I was taken aback. I had never thought of myself that way before. And to be honest, I don't even really know what a hippie is. Like I got an idea in my head, but like a definition of what is and what isn't. I don't know. I just didn't feel like that was me. And it was different. It was weird. And and I didn't want to be different. I didn't want to be weird. I thought it was bad. So what I ended up doing is I like, I stopped talking around the office about like my hobbies. I stopped talking about the gardening. I stopped talking about like my body and nutrition and what I was learning in that realm Like, I stopped sharing a big part of me because I didn't want to be different. I thought, like, being like everyone else, like, fitting in was what was more important. Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever, like, dimmed who you are because you didn't want to stand out and be different? I think we all have in one way or another some of us do it consciously some of us do it unconsciously but that need to fit in is biological it's tribal it's what allowed us to survive as humans back when we lived in in like you know the cave and in tribes if you didn't fit in the tribe you got kicked out and if you got kicked out of the tribe you died so we are hardwired as humans to want to fit in. But we're no longer in tribes like that. If somebody doesn't like us and they want to kick us out of their life, that doesn't mean we're going to die. That means that we're going to go through some uncomfortable emotion, but we are going to survive. Our brains haven't caught up to that yet. So I think it's important for us to have these discussions because we go along to go along. We don't rock the boat. We conform because we want to fit in. But what is it that you're actually fitting into? Like, have you ever stopped to ask yourself that? Is it really what you want? Or is it just what you know? Or are you afraid of what you're going to feel if you don't fit in? It all reminds me of something I read a while ago by uh, Rollo May. He's a a pretty well-known psychiatrist and wrote the book, Man's Search for Himself, In that book, he said, the opposite of courage in our society is not cowardice. It's conformity. The opposite of courage isn't cowardice. It's conformity. So people acting like everyone else without knowing why, without knowing where they're going, that doesn't take courage. That's conformity. It takes courage to do what you want to do, to say what you want to say, to be who you want to be. That takes courage. When we do what we think is expected of us, when we say what we think others want to hear, when we are what we think others want us to be, we're conforming to their idea of us, not our own. And I want to ask you real quick, like, who's the expert on you? Who is the expert on you and your life? You, yes, you, you are the expert on you. You know what's best. Others are allowed to have their opinions and make suggestions, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There can be tremendous amount of value and insight that comes from it. But at the end of the day, your opinion is the one that matters most. That's not being selfish. That's taking care of yourself. That's having your own back. Again, this doesn't mean that you close off and don't listen to anyone else. That's not at all what I'm saying. This is the realization that this is your life. So live it how you want to live it. What feels right to you? What's in your heart? And why are you shying away from it? Is it because it's different? Is it because it's weird? Is it because that's not what most people do and they won't understand? Like, I can offer you those questions super easy because, well, I've had to ask them myself. I've been there. When you're weird, it can make other people uncomfortable. And that's okay. They are allowed to be uncomfortable. You're allowed to be you. You're not responsible for making them feel a particular way. Your responsibility is to you. So how are you weird? How are you unexpected? How are you unusual? It could be in a very, very big way. It could be in a very, very small way. It's okay. Because like I said, what if I told you being weird isn't a bad thing? So like besides the whole compost, organic essential oil thing, you know, the whole hippy dippy kind of thing, I guess I'm kind of like a hippie in high heels if you really think about it. All right, I'll take it. Besides that. Another way that I'm weird, and I'm like sharing some of my weirdness with you, and you know, I think weirdness is also a scale. You can have very small weird things, and you can have very, very big weird things, all right? So my weird things are somewhere along on that scale, and, and, and so are yours. But another weird thing that, that I do is I don't have credit cards. No, like not even one for an emergency. Nope, nope, not even that one for the rewards and the points. Like I don't have credit cards. Totally weird, right? Totally weird. And I'm okay with it. But what I've also found that's interesting is that when I share with people that, you know, I don't have credit cards, a lot of times they feel the need to defend their use of credit cards. Like I'm judging them and I'm not. But my weirdness kind of makes them uncomfortable. I have no problem with anyone else having credit cards. Totally get them. Had them for years. I totally understand that. Those credit cards cost me a lot of issues. So I fixed the problems and I got rid of the issues. That's what I did. That's what I chose to do. doesn't mean it's what anybody else has to do. And just because people get uncomfortable when I say that doesn't mean that I have to change what I'm doing. I get to do what I want to do. They get to do what they want to do. It is a beautiful thing when you let people be who they are. Weird Normal, different, same, doesn't matter. When you can celebrate those differences, man, how your life will open up. You get to enjoy so much more. You get to learn so much more. You get to appreciate each other more. I'm, I'm also weird because I walked away from a successful career. There was this level of notoriety, a great paycheck as a talk show host, and I walked away from it to follow my path in the world as a life coach. To help my people, my tribe, my squad, whatever it is that you want to call it, achieve what they want most out of life. To, to help people become the best versions of themselves and get the hell out of their own way. That's what I do. To some, that's weird. That's unusual. It was really unexpected when I made that choice, especially to the bosses when I left. And it took courage. I didn't conform to what people thought I should do or who they thought I should be. I did me. I took care of me. I was true to my weird, hippie-ish, I guess, self. I was no longer hiding those parts of me. I was leaning into them because they're what make me different. They're what allow me to show up for you. They're what make me interesting. They're what make me, me. I'm a weird mom. I make weird faces, sing crazy made-up songs, dance like no one's watching. And every time I do it, My daughter laughs her butt off and smiles and usually joins in with me. Those moments of my weirdness are sometimes some of her favorite moments of the day. Again, we celebrate weirdness in this house because I love people I can be weird with. I don't want a bunch of people like me around me. Man, that would be boring and super irritating at times too, if I'm being honest. Yeah. So, celebrate your weirdness. Let the weird flag fly. And if you're not, just take a few moments to figure out why. What's preventing you from doing that? And I'll leave you with this. Normal people, well, they're just those who are in denial of being weird. They're not letting that weird flag fly, but they got it in them. Celebrate your weird because when you do, you're celebrating you. You're being you. You're showing up in life the way you want. And that's really all you can ever ask for. All right, guys. That's all I have for you this week. I'll see you next week. Hey there, podcast listeners. If you're feeling stuck and you want to start wiggling loose, head on over to my website, PamelaHughesCoaching.com, and sign up for a free session to see if life coaching is for you. Again, that's PamelaHughesCoaching.com. Hope to chat with you soon.